2023 is going to see a paradigm shift in cybersecurity. Welcome to the TC Impact Series. Very, very welcome today. I'm James Erasmus, and I very much look forward to today's conversation. I'm honored to have in the studio today Fallon Stein. Fallon's the regional manager for sales of Middle East and Africa for um, Next DLP. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. She's also joined online by her colleague, Troy Gable, who's in Kentucky at the moment. Uh, big, big one. He's in Kansas City. Thank you. Um, and Troy is the Chief Revenue Officer for Next DLP. And also, Jason O'Reilly, thank you very much for joining us. Jason's the Managing Director of Cyber One. Cyber One Solutions is a company that's absolutely focused in, on the integrity of data and ensuring the protection of data from internal and external threats. And I think this topic is often spoken about. And it's a topic that we all realize is critically aligned to all of our key performance indicators and our business's success. What we need to do today, in my view, is unpack that a bit and talk about this paradigm shift. Because we can't do it in the past in order to get to the future. And I have a little bit of a a metaphor in my mind. And that is one of a, a chessboard. I sometimes feel as if business and technology or business and security compete a bit, as if they're on opposite sides of that chessboard. Today we're going to talk about the paradigm shift of turning that chessboard into a three-dimensional, all-sided affair where everybody has some engagement in both sides of the board. And I think, what I just not, not wanting to spoil it, but I think one of the things that Jason's going to say today is talk about how the CSOS is able to inform business as much as business is able to inform CSOS. So let's kick it off there. Jason, thanks very much for joining us. What we did see uh, probably in 2022 is a huge paradigm shift in um, you called them the CSOS, which I like, um, where effectively a lot of the C-suite uh, in the security space, um, A, got a seat at the table um, mm. because there were a number of breaches um, and data loss uh, and third-party risk loss and everything else that goes along with that. But really what started happening was the connection with business and how do we help business come along. Um, the CISOs that won were the ones that were able to speak the business language. Um, and help the business understand what the risk is to the business. How do you quantify the risk? And then most importantly, you know, what are those solutions that minimize the risk? So risk was a really, really good, good topic. Um, However, one of the things that we really have seen is there is still, you speak about the chessboard and I think about how many pieces are on a chessboard and how Mm -hmm. siloed um, each of those chess players and pieces are. Um, that is still a very, very big challenge uh, in many organizations. And trying to bring people along just only adds to that complexity. And uh, those are some of the critical challenges and the things that adversaries love. Thanks. And you know, the modern data protection doesn't require us to, to just sit back and you know, rely on a tool stack that we may have. And I'm sure there's some very interesting use cases, and I'd like you to speak to those if you don't mind, that, that are so prevalent to what's going on right now. And we've got to keep ahead. We've got to be preemptive as opposed to reactionary. That's the impression I get from cybersecurity and the, and the, the sub-mantra for 2023. Fallon, can you t- tell us a bit about some of the use cases that's, that you've come across recently? So what I have found in the, in the majority of the organizations is that there's a Microsoft-first strategy. Sure. Um, and everybody is, is pushing Microsoft because they sell that they can give, basically it's one solution that ticks all the boxes. Unfortunately, uh, Microsoft looks after Microsoft, 
um, and a lot of organizations aren't just a Microsoft organization. They have Mac OS, they have exactly. Linux, and unfortunately, from a visibility perspective, we find that that is one of the use cases that organizations uh, really need is that visibility into what is going on in the organization, what movement is taking place at the endpoint. Um, be it a document, be it access to a server, be it how many documents are being uploaded to SharePoint, and what are those documents. And that's what, one of the use cases that we find that a lot of organizations um, find valuable in what the next uh, reveal agent can give you is that visibility. And if I can support you, I think one of the foundations of cybersecurity is about having absolute visibility of everything that's touching your network. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest challenges, as we've seen, is you know organizations are trying to figure out how do we consolidate, right? And hence the Microsoft First strategy in many organizations. However, the Microsoft First strategy is three years old. They started that three years ago. So what we're finding now is we've got a risk-first strategy. How do we embed or integrate with Microsoft? and then deliver better value to the business. And that's how we've seen the conversation change. And where, you know, when we look at how we're working with customers around Next, it's about how do we bring that operational efficiency uh, versus all the other complexities around classification and assets mm. and users and data and where's data created. Whereas here we're really just talking about, well, let's give the, let's give the business visibility and then let's start asking them questions about how would they like us to treat that. And Brilliant. I think what you talk about visibility and you mentioned transparency. Troy, if I, if I could ask you a bit about this collaboration piece. You know, I understand that in the next DLP you are a technical partner to CyberOne, and I understand that there's a very valuable engagement there. How does that collaboration the two of you have as partners bring to, to bear in the, in the industry and in, in the individual businesses that you're both engaged with? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank, yeah, thanks for that. So when you talk about Next and, and, the, and the technology that we've created, um, we are taking a modern approach to it. So the, the traditional use cases that the traditional data protection solutions have created don't work in the modern world. They don't, they don't give you insight into what's happening inside your Slacks and your teams of the world. And the, and the modern use cases, um, they're not built cloud-first, SaaS-driven, right? They're, they're on-prem legacy systems. Um, built for on-prem email and and USB controls, and I think we've taken the shift into um, this cloud-first, risk-first approach, um, and then through technology. Um, and I know we'll get to the paradigm shift around not just solving the technology problem and, and the people problem, but focusing on the technology for a second. We've wrapped this concept of machine learning and AI around the ability to say, not only do we have this wonderful visibility, but we didn't stop there. We're taking all of that visibility to understand, you know, maybe Jason's keystroke patterns and applications that he's using and the different things that he's doing with his machine and his behavior, and then understanding after a couple of weeks what normal is, and then bringing that to a higher level, bringing that up the ladder. Um, but again, we stop right there. Our partnership with CyberOne then allows them to bring in and, and do a lot of digital transformation and governance process and all of the things that, that as a technology provider, we get to a certain point and then we can only go so far. We're not walking the halls every day um, inside the corporations of, of South Africa and, and Fallon, uh, unfortunately, is, is single threaded. So um, I start to, when you put it around all of these things, you start to get the complete package, right? You, they build the stack uh, against other solutions, not just endpoint data protection solutions. I love that. And again, I'm sorry to go back to it. I keep thinking about the chessboard. 
you talk about yeah. corridors, you know, this, the silo behaviors left and right, and the angles people can move. And I think the business needs to understand very, very clearly what they're trying to achieve and align that mission and their goals with security, yep. as opposed to expect security to prop them up when it's too late. Yep. Yep. So anticipate the behavior, and that's actually a very important part of, of chess, isn't it? Yes. And there's another critical aspect is we, we spoke about it in our, our preliminary conversation around where customers need to feel confident in order to prevent. They need to know you're not baking a business process. Yeah. They need to know that you're not going to introduce more risk into the conversation. And, and one of the things that we do as a business together with Next is, you know, A, we certify in the product, you know, as, as deeply as we, we can and we leverage off the Next uh, professional services. But when we start working with customers, it's about putting in the steps to allow the organization the confidence to prevent um, and educate as quick as possible. Um, in one of our largest deployments, you know, we, we managed to, with the solution and the team, you know, across, I think it was 15 countries, uh, 15,000 users, within three weeks we had Next up and running and learning already, understanding yeah. what the heartbeat of the organization was. And then, instead of doing hashtags and fingerprints and policies and craziness, yeah. we, we really had a good understanding of what the organization's already put in place, you know, because yeah. Organizations to get to this point today, trust me, they've spent millions of rands and millions of dollars. Um, they've got thousands of processes, um, and the user just wants to do their job, whether at home or anywhere. And what Next really brings to the equation is just do your job. And as you infringe against policies, we can educate at that time, um, and then you can ask for permission. We don't want to stop you from doing what you do. Um, and that integration brings yeah. AI and machine learning to the the very clear forefront, which is what we orchestrate because we have to augment. We can't, if you look at how the adversaries are attacking organizations today, mm. it's automated. They're using ChatGPT, they're yeah. using you know, AI and ML, they're in all the buzzwords that we know. But the reality is, is putting more people behind screens to look for anomalies is not going to work. We're putting the right people behind the right screens, looking yeah. at the right information. That's right, Correct. absolutely. Correct. absolutely. And so I'd like to chat to about a bit about relationships. You know, the relationships of individuals in an organization, the relationship with third parties, and the relationship with your customer, yep. the more transparent you can be about that and align accurately, align to the business's needs, but also align to the risks that are out there. Correct. Bringing everyone along on that journey seems to be the, the mantra that CyberOne and Next are, are, are promoting. Oh, absolutely. What are some of the, 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 the things you've seen in industries that have helped build that relationship, especially between business and security? Oh, it goes back to transparency and understanding and that visibility in the organization. And, you know, companies, people all want to achieve the same thing. Nobody wants to be hit with ransomware or have their data, you know, leaked into, you know, cyberspace. Um, and I think once everybody understands that they both want to protect and, and look after, then they have the, you know, similar goals. And once business has that contextual visibility that security is giving them, they speak in that business language. Okay. You know, they understand HR has access to okay. a financial server. Why do they have access? Okay, we need to stop that. Flag it. You know, flag it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or is there somebody in HR that needs access to that financial okay. system? Um, you know, and then that's where I believe where business and security will have that, you know, that's... Right. So I think okay. the relationship also leads to, and I'll come to you in a second there, Troy, thank you. No the relationship also builds trust. Yes. And, and trust internally 
is going to create less of a them versus us. Yes. It's also going to build trust in the systems that are in place because they've been put in place by the people who have your best interests at heart. And I think, if you don't mind me going, coming to you now, Troy, sure. Next has a number of different ways in which it engages the end user, quite specifically building them and bringing them along on that journey as opposed to the stick exercise. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I was going to add to Fallon's, uh, that, that is the root of the, when we talk about the paradigm shift, um, everybody's been focused on the technology for so long that they keep trying to fix it through technology. Um, the paradigm shift that we've been able to uncover and solve for is, is a people-to-people relationship. Um, it, is, it is the ability for the technology on behalf of security organizations to interoperate with that end user too, to help guide the end user through proper business practice at the point of risk. So think about all the money that's being sent in, spent in cybersecurity awareness trainings and those kinds of things. The ability to, to instead remember what I was taught in an hour-long presentation a month ago to have that risk brought forward at the point when I'm creating the risk for the organization and then being able to interact with the user, not stop the action, but put them back on the tracks, put them back on the rail to say, hey, Troy, this is not the appropriate behavior. If you remember from your cybersecurity training, there's, you know, this is the different policy that we had, but the appropriate way to do that is this other option and to be able to steer that that movement of data to the appropriate transaction real time, such that, as Fallon mentioned, we're not stopping the business from being able to do their job. Um, I think if you take that one step further, if I can continue on to that, the interaction between, and that's, that's, that's a huge paradigm shift, the ability to interact with the end user on behalf of security. Um, but, but even before you get to that, again, not focusing on the technology, but focusing on the visibility, being able to arm the security organization to go back to the business. And, and instead of having the age-old struggle, right? So it used to be um, the struggle between technologies and, and use cases. Um, really, it's a struggle deeper than that. Is the business going to take the time to sit down with security organizations to say, these are the things I care about. These are the things I want you to protect. This is the data. They're not going to do that, right? They want to go about their job. And security folks now can say, hey, this is the risk I'm seeing. Here's what it, it's an ammunition to go back to the business and say, hey, Mr. Business, HR, engineering, whatever it is, these are risks I see in the organization. Are these appropriate behaviors? You've changed the conversation. More oftentimes than not, the business is going to say, I had no idea that was going on in my environment. Can you stop that or can you change that behavior? Holy cow, paradigm shift. Now they're, they're asking for security. I think that's the root of, of really kind of the transition. Yeah. And, one of the, and one of the critical things that we've seen in South Africa is there are a handful of customers that have gone down this classification route, right? So I need to know where my data lives. I need to know how it's traversing my network. I need to know where it's stored. I need mm. to know how it's created. I need, mm. and, and they've managed to do this four years. Okay. Took them to get there, right? The other component is then, then of course, COVID hits. Now, all of a sudden, we're clouding it. We're transforming it. We're AWS is during it. And, and that is, and, and where data is created is a different conversation because now you need an endpoint agent to do classification processing and yeah. before you know it just classifying is in its own now a pure department job. you need a full-time team yeah. to do that in some of these large organizations and you know again for me I think you know we went on a journey with next uh, and and what was very key for us is we spoke about skills shortage yeah and we speak about who it is we want looking at these screens. You know, as we look at our country, um, you know, we, we are struggling 
in a skills space to bring those coming out of university into our arena. You know, technology like Next and other AI tools really start helping our teams, the people we're bringing through, our, our processes, our EE plans, putting the right people looking at the right stuff because, again, our adversary is doing something very specific and third-party risk, you mentioned it, it is so specific. Mm. The problem is, is third-party risk isn't just, you know, somebody that you, uh, you know, you work with and you share data with. It is somebody that is developing applications in your business. How is that data exfiltrating out of your, you know, so when you start to look at the risk of how the adversary is getting into the environment and what they're trying to achieve, it's through things that your business does. It's through collaboration. It's through cloud infrastructure. It's yeah. because that's what we want to be. We want to be agile. And when you look at behavioral and also how we're trying to bring the skills into the equation, we've got to get people looking at the needle in the haystack and sure. then working on the needle in the haystack yeah. to help the business change its processes. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult to do that without technology um, and without a level of consulting because I think that's what CISOs became. They sat at the board table. They went, okay, well, if you can help me in finance and you can help me, and everybody got around the table mm -hmm. and tried to kumbaya it and say, well, okay, well, in order for us to address this governance problem, you know, George, you have to do that, and Pam, you have to mm -hmm. do that. And before you came together, nothing was ever achieved. Um, customers bought technologies to monitor. Nobody okay. bought technologies to prevent. prevent. Just in case. Let's yeah. tick the box, Mr. Auditor, mm -hmm. we're doing stuff. So that change in mindset is also something that positions the, the security as an enabler. And what I'm hearing, and finally, there are a lot of things that are changing in the way in which people are engaging security, and especially cybersecurity. What if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm, I'm not quite sure if I'm too late to start or I'm already down a rabbit hole, I need to keep digging. Where's a good place to start if, irrespective of where, where one is on, on this journey? It, it, there's, no, there's no perfect time in the present. I don't think it okay. matters where you are in your DLP journey. Yeah. Um, the technology is just, it's, it's, it's been developed in such a way that you can be halfway through your data classification or nowhere in your data classification. Okay. Um, and it, it, that's just, I mean, we've, we've come across many companies that have, you know, been in, in these situations. Okay. So That's very reassuring. Because yeah. I think there's a, there's a different mindset. I've used that word a few times. Mm. And we all need to t sometimes just take a deep breath and, and think before acting. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, you know, we see a lot of, um, and which is quite interesting for me, right, is, you know, as risk professionals, because CISOs are risk professionals and we should be risk professionals and that should be part of our language because that's what business speaks, is a lot of the time we don't assess our risk, hmm. um, believe it or not. We, we know there's a risk because the market's talking about it, trends, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all see now it's this time of the year, there are a thousand trends, these sure. five things are the things you've got to watch out for. The challenge is, is, and as we've seen, like with Next and other technologies we do, is we walk into a customer's environment, we say, let's help you assess whether or not this is a concern for your business. Let's give you that visibility. Let's mm. help you understand what this new thing can do for you. And you won't believe it. Nine times out of ten, you met with some resistance because it's actually sometimes better not to know. Yeah. Mm. You see, yeah. So, I can, so I can tick my box with what I've always done. Mm which we do see regularly. I've got my DLP tool. I'm fingerprinting. I'm mm. hashtagging. Mm. I'm policying. I'm happy, right? And that's fine. However, when you look at what the adversary is doing, is saying, I'm happy with you doing that, but here are the other 10 
attributes that you're mm -hmm. not looking at. Mm. That's the back door wide open. And then they go, oh, I can't believe it. You know, there is no silver bullet because that's mm. a nice term in our, mm. in our mm. world, right? However, again, not saying that Next is going to solve your data exfiltration uh, challenges uh, by itself. But what you do enable is your user community and how they transact in your data. Love that. And that's what you want. You want that user to be able to do their job. You want to represent to them what their policies can tell them. I'm that user. I often tell my technical team is I am that user. Mm. So if I can use this technology and it can speak to me and enable me, then you know what? I believe we've got something that will enable the business, prevent the exploitation, ask the question, and then allow my business to make the decision as to whether that file, folder, newly created document, which is associated to HR, all those areas which already I've classified through my Active Directory system, mm. I can now prevent. And, and again, if you don't want to prevent immediately, then ask for permission to send it out. And somebody can review it and somebody can get it done. But it all happens because that's how the technology is enabled. And for us, again, technology is an enabler and cybersecurity should be an enabler. We shouldn't be sitting in the room going, yeah, you can't do that. Um, and I think we're past that now, especially yeah. with transformation happening. Good, and the, I think repositioning the, the role of security is what we're really talking about here, yeah? and that's the paradigm shift, looking at the chessboard from different angles. Yep. Um, and Troy, communication, acting, leadership, those are definitely some of the things that I recognize as, as enablers of, of, of Next. Um, would you like to give us some closing comments? Yeah, I think, yeah, sure, perfect. I think if you stop and think about how difficult it has been, and how difficult it doesn't need to be, right? When I stop and think about what we're really doing, we've created a technology that is easy to use and easy to consume. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand. There's some automation. There's some, some magic that happens. And I'm not a super technical guy with the machine learning that makes it um, very rich in data for me to consume. So it's simple to consume. Um, and it is beneficial to the business. I've, it's not just about blocking USBs and can I see inside email. It's not about the, it's lifting it up to solve business problems around communication between the business units, um, understanding where my risk is inside the organization. What's an acceptable level of risk for my organization? I think those are the things that we've tried to really bring forward and make simple through a really unique way of approaching it, a different way of approaching data protection. Super, and I think the, the market needs it. Um, security needs it, and I really look forward to 2023 being a year of us all feeling and being a lot more secure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Fallon. Thank, Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Thank you Troy. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time today. From me, James Erasmus, of the TCS Impact Series, thank you very, very much indeed, and thank you to our listeners. Um, you can catch this podcast on most of your favorite channels, but especially on our website, from which you can gain all sorts of other inf interesting information and contact details and more information about this wonderful work that's been done in the cybersecurity space. So thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.